I think we got our first subscriber yesterday. If you're uh, if you're listening in, Mr. or Mrs. Subscriber, I really appreciate you. I appreciate every single part of it. I love making this shit. It's like I've got a friend here. Like a friend that I wish I could go to that festival with. Cryptic, I know. We're, um... We've been focusing a lot on, on kind of bands and, and singer-songwriters and... Artists that... That fit into a certain category for me. I look at music as a giant pie and... The big third of that pie is taken up by the people that we focused on so far. I want to take someone who dips their their toe into that world, but very much lives in an electronic dance DJ environment. Today, I want to talk about Caribou. Um, I did this episode in 2020 when I thought we were going to Glastonbury the first time. Always been a fan of Caribou. I think he's just a really exciting producer and has been for years literally near decades um and he has put out some just fucking great music he fits into that weird category of of djs and producers that are genreless i think people like jamie xx and i think of people like subtract and bonobo and fortet they're just they kind of supersede genre and they just make inherently them music when I did this research, I just remember getting obsessed with his work because he's so cool. Um, so, without further ado, enjoy this. This is Caribou. Today's artist is one that I discovered, I think, eight years ago now and just fell in love with from, that, from the get-go. He's an incredibly talented guy, amazing, amazing DJ, producer, electronic artist, Singer, everything, all around really. A really, really great, a really, really great guy. He's known as Caribou. If you've never heard of him before, hopefully this video will help answer the question. Who the fuck is Caribou? Daniel Victor Snaith, also known as Caribou, is from Dundas, Ontario, Canada. Genre-wise, he's described as Electronica, IDM, that's intelligent dance music, I believe. Folktronica, non-psychedelica, shoegazer, and dream pop. Okay, well, well, I'll take all of those. I've always regarded Caribou as one of the holy trifecta of, of electronic artists. Him, Fortet, and Bonobo. All three of them, I think, inspire each other and really push the boundaries of kind of having genreless music. However, these days, I think it's more of a kind of quinfector than a trifector, as I'd definitely also be adding subtract and burial to that list. Can talk about others that are amazing as well. Hudson Mohawk, Mount Kimby, James Blake, they all they all get mentions. He started making music as a hobby after I bought a basic synthesizer and used my dad's computer to start making music and started making music that owed something to techno and owed something to yes. It sounds like the world's worst musical combination, 
but it was a start. In 1999, making music was still a hobby for him, when he attained a summer placement at HP Labs in Bristol, and whilst attending the Big Chill Festival, bumped into a man called Kieran Hebden, of whom he would book to come play shows back in Canada, and help secure his first record deal, the two became lifelong friends. You may better know Kieran as Fortet. He originally started recording music under the name Manitoba, a place in Canada, I assume, and released two studio albums under the moniker, Start Breaking My Heart, which featured the records Paul's Birthday in 2001, and Up In Flames, which featured the records Juggernaut and Hendrix with Co. in 2003. Subsequently, after being threatened by a lawsuit from Richard Handsome Dick Manitoba, real name Richard Blum, was forced to change his name and decided on caribou. The only connection I can make between the two is that a caribou is another name for a reindeer and they're like popular in Canada. Manitoba is also a place in Canada. Up in Flames would then go on to be re-released by Domino Records and updated artwork. Domino is a British independent record label based, at, based in London. Some heavy hitters signed to this label. They include Animal Collective, Arctic Monkeys, Fortet, Georgia, Hot Chip, and many, many more. In 2005, he released his third album, which is first album under the guise of Caribou, but it was his third al studio album, The Milk of Human Kindness. This was a quote taken from William Shakespeare's play Macbeth. However, he's been quoted as saying that he saw it on the back of a milk truck. In promotion for this album, he released three singles, Yeti, Barn Owl, and Pelican Narrows. In 2007, he followed up with his fourth studio album, Andorra, which featured the single Eli. Plus popular album track and album opener, Melody Day. Andorra would go on to receive critical acclaim and would end up winning the 2008 Polaris Music Prize, bagging Caribou a $20,000 prize to take home. It wasn't until 2010 that I really started to pay attention. My old, my old housemate Johnny Green, shout out to Johnny Green. It's always, you know what, sometimes we need to shout out the people that, are, that introduce us to new music. Shout out those people. Johnny would always play the record Sun before we would go for a night out. It was an amazing record. Sun, 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 sun. Sun was taken from his incredibly influential album Swim. He describes Swim as a result of pretty much me getting up every day and wanting to work on music, working constantly on it, making loads and loads of music and then just sifting through it to find bits that I like. The album was met with even more critical acclaim and would make it onto many tastemakers album of the year list. Publications that included Swim on the end of year list included 58th for The Enemy, 17th for Pitchfork, 6th for The Guardian, 1st for Resident Advisor and 1st for Mixmag. The album was led, led by the record Odessa. <laughs> Thank you. 
which is his most popular record and 16 million hits on YouTube. And for the Dark Fruits fans out there, it also featured on FIFA 11. The album also included records Leave House and Bowls. A remix of the album would also happen in 2010, featuring remixes by incredible other incredible artists such as Fuck Buttons, Gold Panda, and DJ Kose. In 2012, he followed this up with the record Jio Long under the new moniker of Daphne. This included records Yes and Yeah Yeah. The project had more of a dance floor kind of feel. It was less about lyrics and singing and more about synthesizers and, and kind of DJ friendly beats. In 2014, he followed this up with the seminal album, Our Love. It debuted with critical acclaim, included the incredible, I Can't Do Without You. Alongside Our Love. Your love will set you free. All I ever need. And Mars. The album was very highly regarded. Being nominated for a Grammy for Best Dance Slash Electronic Album, it made it to number eight in the UK album chart and recently made it to number 84 on the top 200 records of the 2010s, published by Pitchfork. In 2017, he followed up with his second release under under the moniker of Daphne, entitled Joy May. Joy? Oh, Jolly May. Jolly May, which included the record Tin. and was self-released on his own record, Jialong. Editor's notes on Apple Music describe the album as thumping house, techno, and funk elements from Dan Snaith. Simple, short, sweet. Last year in 2019, he followed this up with the sizzling EP, headed by the record of the same name, a wonderfully glitzy disco record that just makes you cry out for some sunshine. Thank God we have records like this and that this whole thing is happening whilst the sun is out is, you know, is all I can say really. It was hammered as a record by Annie Mack and it, yeah, a record that just it makes you excited for summer. And late last year, he announced that Caribou was returning, releasing a brand new record, Home, a record that plays homage to that wonderful kind of turn of the century, trip hop era, I guess before turn of the century really. It's like Big B meets trip hop. DJ Shadow, Fatboy Slim, The Avalanches, but then with like soft vocals of people like Simon and Garfunkel or Bon Iver. He followed up home with the single You and I. You and I has this wonderful 80s sound, kind of in the way that the Drive soundtrack does, whilst also having this incredible ability to be incredibly new and current and sound like a trap Hudson Mohawk beat. Alongside these two, he released the phenomenal Never Come Back. 
which preceded the release of his 10th studio album entitled Suddenly. Never Come Back is easily one of the best records of the year. Easily one of the best records of the year. And one that I'm really looking forward to seeing live. I really can't wait. Yeah, I mean, it goes without saying that Caribou is just one of the greatest artists, I think, in the last ever. I really just, I genuinely believe that. I think he's absolutely great. Um, I'm really excited to see where he ends up next. I love, he's released a new single since then as well, which I think is just absolutely great. What's it called? I can't remember. Hang on, I'll, I'll be coming back in a sec. Of course, it's You Can Do It. You Can Do It by Caribou. Just, oh, mate, honestly, he's so fucking cool. So many great records. Um, you can very much tell in the abrupt ending of that WTF episode that I was still in rant mode about cancellations. But, um, and the, it was in this weird old format. It's funny listening back to these old episodes because I've got so much better at making videos now. <laughs> um... Yeah, just some great tracks, just some great, great tracks, and I highly recommend going and listening to his back catalogue and getting excited, because I'm definitely, there's no chance on this planet I miss that Caribou set, unless he's clashing with bloody Sam Fender or something massive, do you know what I mean? Anyway, I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day, and I will see you tomorrow. Cheers, bye.